0: The Dallas Stars' attempt to make franchise history falls just short as they drop their first game of this three-game road trip 5-4 to to the Vegas Golden Knights. On today's show, I'll give you a full recap and reaction of last night's game as well as a preview of the upcoming game that Dallas has tonight against the Los Angeles Kings. No rest for the weary. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked on Stars. (laughs) Locked on Stars! Every day, I'm your host Dane Lewis and you are locked on the Dallas Stars on this Thursday, December 9th. And today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind in daily fantasy sports platforms where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com/hockey and use promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. Uh, and we have a lot to, uh, to talk about today, folks. Like I said, at the open of the show, the Dallas stars, uh, attempt to win eight straight games for the first time in franchise history. Uh, they fall just short of that goal, uh, with a gut punch of a loss to the Vegas golden Knights, five to four. The stars were up four to two at one point in this game, had a chance to extend the lead, uh, to five to two. but instead they crumble at the very end, similar to how they did uh, the last time these two teams met up, uh, obviously not as high scoring back whenever these teams played in Dallas at the American Airlines center. Um, but Dallas, you know, had the lead in that game. They seem to be in control for the most part. Um, seemed like a game that they were going to win kind of down the stretch until things fell apart. Uh, So maybe the Vegas Golden Knights have put uh, a curse on this Dallas Stars team ever since the Stars knocked them out of the playoffs back in the the 2020 Edmonton bubble. Um, And I am certainly glad that we will not be seeing this team for a while. Uh, Well, We we will see this Vegas team one more time, I believe April 26th. I think it's the third to last game of the season for the Stars, and it will be another home game. Uh, But I, I feel like both of these games against the Vegas Golden Knights have left me the most frustrated after a Stars game this year. Uh, and so certainly we'll be glad that, you know, we don't have to see them for a while. Um. But before uh, we get into all the nitty gritty of this game, uh, do want to take a moment and say whether this is your first time listening or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked On Stars. Thank you for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked On Stars podcast wherever you get your podcasts at, whether that's on your favorite podcasting platform or on YouTube as well. We just crossed 100 subscribers on YouTube, so thank you guys for that. Uh, the support on the channel has been incredible. So you guys are, uh, the best for, for hitting that subscribe button. So thank you guys. Uh, it truly does mean a lot, but without any further hesitation, let's jump into, uh, Last night's frustrating loss. Like I said, I feel like that's the word I keep coming back to. Uh, And part of it, um, I think the biggest takeaway from this game was just the lack of help that Braden Holtzby was getting on the defensive end of the ice. Vegas outshot Dallas 45 to 23. And I feel like I say all the time, looking at the total shots in a game doesn't always tell the story. Um, Sometimes a team can, you know, shoot less shots, but they can still dominate a game to a degree. Uh, maybe, you know, the team that loses a game throws up a lot of shots at the end trying to get back into a game. Um, but this was definitely a case um, where the team that won was shooting the most. Um, and really, I'm, I'm there's part of me that's surprised that Dallas, you know, didn't lose by more uh, and, you know, didn't find themselves trailing for a greater part of this game. Uh, 45 shots is just a lot, uh, especially compared to only 23 from Dallas. And I mean, Braden Holtz, we played fine, all things considered. Uh, having to save 45 shots is no easy task um, especially just with how fast these shots were coming in how close some of these shots Uh, you know, were to the goal. A lot of breakaway one-on-ones between Holtby and Vegas players, Uh, you know, and he he played fine overall, all things considered. I don't think you can peg this loss on him uh, by any stretch of the imagination. He had some really nice saves throughout the game. Uh, The defense just wasn't doing him any favors. You know, they were letting guys get by them. Uh, Like I said, letting those guys have those one-on-one breakaway opportunities. Uh, I don't think Vegas actually connected on any of those, but still uh, that takes a toll on Holtby and uh, takes a toll on the team in general, uh, and I, I think the most frustrating goal of the night uh, that the Stars gave up was the second Mark Stone goal uh, in the third period. I believe it was the one that tied the game at four, uh, and, and it was just hard to watch because, one, uh, there was an initial shot. Off the top of my head, I can't remember who took the initial shot for Vegas, kind of on that uh, on transition play, um, but there was a rebound that bounced off Holtby, and no one was there for the Stars to get the puck uh, just – no one in position to get the rebound. It did kind of take a fortunate bounce in favor of Vegas, um, but also no one really stopped uh, Mark Stone from taking that rebound shot. Michael Raffle was there, um, but never really made a play outside of kind of putting a stick on Stone. Um, obviously, watching from the broadcast angle, watching on TV, not being on the ice, it's hard to fully, you know, understand and comprehend what goes going through Michael Raffle's head. Uh, but I mean, he was there, and I feel like he could have maybe made a little bit better play to prevent that shot um, because. You know, Holtby was still readjusting from making the first save. Uh, very difficult for a goalie to, you know, make a save and then have to reposition position themselves uh, to make a second save. And so, uh, it would have been nice if Raffle could have at least given Holtby, you know, maybe a half second to second more to readjust and get himself repositioned to make that potential second save. Um, but just kind of frustrating to see that the Stars didn't show a whole lot of initiative to stop that play. And obviously, like I said, that was the one that tied the game. And I think at that moment, I knew, and I'm sure many of you kind of had the feeling that maybe. Uh, Dallas was not going to pull this one out Um, and not not too long after uh, the the, you know Vegas took the lead and never looked back Um, yeah just just a frustrating game um, from the Stars team because they they showed a lot of promise especially early in the game in the first period taking the lead I believe um, that the Stars before this game were nine and one on the season whenever they scored first Um, and so I thought that was a good sign you know Jason Robertson and that top's line for this Dallas Stars team. We're back up to their old tricks, scoring on the power play uh, in, you know, really nice fashion to kind of set the tone early in the game. Um, but then the Stars just kind of fell apart as the game went on. That second period was absolutely brutal. Uh, even though Vegas made a goalie change, you know, after Dallas scored their third goal, their third power play goal of the evening, they made a switch at goalie. Uh, and you would think watching, you know, watching the game, you think, oh, Vegas is kind of throwing in the white flag. Uh, You know, it looks like that Dallas is going to win this game, even if it does seem to be a little bit more back and forth, a little high scoring. Uh, So just, you know, a game that they very easily could have won that, you know, they should have won. Um, You know, I think that they've shown in both of these games that they've played against Vegas, that they have the talent to hang with a team like this. Um, You know, Vegas obviously was projected to be one of the better teams in the league this season, and they got off to a little bit of a slow start earlier in the year with COVID and injuries, but now that they have a lot of guys on their roster back, uh, they're playing very well, and they don't even have Jack, Jack Eichel yet. Uh, they got Eichel in that trade with Buffalo, obviously, a few weeks ago, um, but Eichel, you know, still not quite 100% ready to play yet. So this is going to be a scary Vegas team to see later in the season, uh, you know, whether it's, you know, in the regular season for the Stars or anyone that they have to play, um, and especially in the postseason season. Um, So it's not necessarily a loss to be ashamed of. Obviously, it stings a little bit more with the loss of the winning streak, Uh, but it's just one of those things. You know, the streak did have to come to an end eventually, Um, and I think, if anything, it's a good thing for the Stars moving forward because now the pressure is off for the rest of this road trip. Uh, You know, they don't have to worry about defending the win streak. They can just go out kind of with a clean slate and play these next two games in Los Angeles and San Jose uh, just kind of with a refreshed mind and maybe a little bit less pressure, Um, and, and I don't think that this is a that they're going to go on a skid because um, I th- I still think there was you know a lot of good things to take away from tonight's game um, but down the stretch they just made too many mistakes and the defense was not doing Braden Holtzby any favors. Well coming up next we will take a minute and talk about some of the positives from last night's game that I mentioned because there were some really good things that I liked from last night's game that I think the Stars can build on as this road trip goes on and as the month of December continues to go on because they you know will have a tough schedule even after this road trip in the month of December. But before we talk about all that I do want to take a moment and say thank you to some of the sponsors of today's episode and the first of those is Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind in daily fantasy sports where you where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team that you want to face one-on-one. This never before seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. You can sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. Again, that's stathero.com slash hockey, promo code hockey for a 100% match. Today's episode is also brought to you by Stance. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical renovation of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression. Because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That those who feel good, do good. Go see for yourself. Register for an account at Stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of Life Less Ordinary with Stance. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. I want to take a moment and talk about some of the positives from last night's matchup between the Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, And the biggest positive, the biggest takeaway as far as happy things from this game uh, are the special teams. The special teams looked very, very good for the Dallas Stars, which I feel like there haven't been too many games this season where we've been able to say the special teams as a whole have looked good. It's either been the power placement good and the penalty kill has been lacking or vice versa. But the Stars went three for three on both the man advantage and on the penalty kill tonight, uh, or rather last night's game, uh, which was really, really nice to see. And it feels like maybe the Stars were playing their best defense when they only had four guys on the floor. Uh, They had a really good sense of urgency. They were clearing the zone really well. Uh, you know, they, I don't think they were clearing the defensive zone as well, especially later on in the game. I don't believe there were any penalty minutes logged by either team in the third period, uh, and I just feel like Dallas kind of struggled to clear the defensive zone later in the game. And I think part of that was also just due to the speed of this Vegas Golden Knights team. I think that they were just kind of running laps around the Stars team all night uh, on all, all areas of the ice, but especially trying to clear the defensive zone. I think the speed of the Golden Knights really benefited them, especially later on in the game. But I I think the penalty kill really had some nice moments early in the game when, you know, the Stars were on, uh, you know, the four-on-five. Luke Glendinning, Essa Lindell, Yanni Hockenpah led the way with shorthanded minutes for the Stars all logging over three minutes of shorthanded time on ice. Uh, and, you know, th- these are three guys that have been staples of these penalty kill units for the Stars this season. Uh, Lou Glendinning, a guy that I give a lot of praise to on this show um, for being a very underrated player, uh, and he continued to show that last night just in the faceoff circle, uh, making, you know, plays on the offensive end, but he's also just one of the best defensive forwards that the Stars have on their team. Uh, Esselindell, Yanni Pa, obviously defenseman, uh, but guys, you know, Essa, a veteran in this league, a guy that you know knows what he's doing. Um, another kind of underrated guy on this team that doesn't always get a lot of attention, um, but a guy that you know is seemingly always making the right play for the most part. And Yanni Hockenpah, a young guy that's still developing a little bit, but a big physical guy that you know the Stars like to have uh, out on you know d- defense in general, but especially on the penalty kill to kind of force the issue and make life a little bit harder for opposing offenses. But the power play was really, I think, the highlight for this Stars team. Uh, Jason Robertson, Tyler Sagan, and Joe Pavelski all scored on the power play. Joe Pavelski actually had a two goal night. Uh, His second goal came at even strength. Um, And it was maybe the most beautiful goal I've seen from him this season. Uh, Maybe one of the best stars goals I've seen from anyone on the team this season. Uh, Just a really nice play all around a really nice pass from Rupe uh, kind of on a turnaround. And then Pavelski takes the pass and pauses a little bit, nice little hesitation. And then he lets the shot go Uh, just a nice kind of quick bang, bang play. Um, But I think Pavelski just being the veteran that he has saw that play happen in slow motion. um, And he just executed it perfectly. So really nice to see, um, you know, good offensive outputs from some of the bigger names on this team. Tyler Sagan does seem to be, you know, turning upwards a little bit after being uh, unheard of over the past few games, and so nice to see 91 getting a little bit more involved with the offense, especially on the power play, being active around the net. Uh, I know, you know, guys like Tyler and guys like uh, Joe. Um, that's some. That's basically their specialty. And if you were watching the TNT broadcast uh, for last night's game, you saw. You know, in pregame they were talking about it and they showed footage of it of Joe Pavelski at morning skate uh, just working in front of the goal working on his deflections working on his redirects uh, and that's just one thing that I really like about having Joe Pavelski on this team uh, it's just that you know he's out there every single morning at practice one of the first guys out on the ice according to Rick Bonus, uh, and just working on the small details like that and that's one reason why Joe Pavelski has continued to play so well even into the twilight of his career at age 37 uh, so really nice to see the offensive output from guys like him and even Tyler, um, who, like I said, had been you know on a little bit of a cold streak, I guess, as you will, individually, uh, but now seeming to to be heating up. And then Jason Robertson, of course, uh, I believe now he's on a seven-game point streak. Um, so loving what we're seeing from him. Obviously, no sophomore slump after almost winning the Calder Trophy last season from Robo, which is really, really good to see for the Stars team. And hopefully he'll be another guy uh, that gets another big contract soon, similar to Miro Heiskanen. Uh, and like I mentioned, as good as the offense was, um, they really could have put this game away, maybe, you know, given us a different outcome. Like I said earlier, the Stars did have a 4-2 to lead in this game, could have made it 5-2, to as good as Sagan played last night and scored that one goal. Uh, he had a chance, you know, to score two and be on a hat-trick watch, uh, but he missed a wide-open net. Um, pretty quick after that uh, fourth Dallas Stars goal from Joe Pavelski went in, uh, and at the moment, um, it was super frustrating, and then it became even more frustrating when Vegas went right back down the ice and scored to make the game 4-3. to three. Uh, This game was just very back and forth, very energetic game. Uh, it was a fun game to watch. It's just disappointing that the Stars did not come away with the win. But, you know, the Stars had decent offensive chances all night on the power play and even at even strength. Uh, obviously, even strength left a little bit more to be desired, especially in that second period where it felt like felt like Vegas just had their foot on the gas for the entire 20 minutes. Uh, Dallas really struggling to get a whole lot going. Um, but I just think one thing that the Dallas Stars need to do as time continues to go on and especially on this road trip, hopefully this is something they can fine tune over these next few games, uh, these next two games on the road in Los Angeles and San Jose, uh, is working on a way to be effective both on the man advantage and at even strength. I feel like whenever we're talking about good offensive performances from this team, uh, you know, we are either talking about the power play going three for three or three for four, or two for three, something like that. And then maybe even strength leaving a little bit to be desired or there's games where Where they're scoring all their goals at even strength, and the power play uh, is proving to be ineffective. Um, Which obviously the Stars won seven games in a row, kind of following that formula. Um, But I think they can really take themselves to the next level and continue to stick around uh, and still be a relevant team, even if they're not winning that many games consecutively, if they're able to work that out where they're dangerous, you know, at even strength, but also dangerous when they have uh, the extra guy on the ice. Uh, And so hopefully that's something that, you know, that they. Notice uh, as a coaching staff and as a team, as players. um, And that's something that they'll continue to work on because I think if they can work that out and work out all the kinks there, that they'll continue to be a dangerous team. Uh, I think that that's kind of the mindset that this team needs to have um, is that even though the win streak is over and and it was a gut wrenching loss last night to Vegas, that this team uh, is still playing really well overall um, and they still have a lot of potential. There's still a lot of season left uh, and they're still, you know, they still find themselves in the midst of fighting for a top spot in the Central Division, uh, and hopefully looking for a playoff spot come later in the season. Well, coming up next, uh, like I said at the top of the show, uh, the Dallas Stars do not get too much time off because they have another game tonight against the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, going to be huge for them to try to get back on track to get back in the win column and potentially start another win streak. But before we talk about that game, I got to take a moment and say thank you to another sponsor of today's episode, and that is... Primal origin oils. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Well, primal origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal origin oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned for the best feel and beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted here in the United States. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. That's Primal Origin Oils where you can get 20% off with the code LOCKEDON. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march towards the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of Locked On Stars, I want to send you on your way with a quick preview of tonight's matchup in Los Angeles against the Kings. Uh, the good news for the Stars, like I said, is that they have a chance to you know bounce right back after a tough loss. Uh, you know they they get to have a quick short memory um, and move on to the next opponent and look to get back on track against a seemingly struggling Los Angeles Kings team at the Staples Center. Uh, uh, Staples Center, I get to say because I won't get to say that much longer before that arena gets. Re- renamed to crypto.com arena which is absolutely disgusting uh, but that is another topic for another day but uh, i will not be doing this preview all by myself let's take a moment and hear a quick word from the host of locked on los angeles kings sarah Avampado, and she's going to give you the quick rundown of kind of how this king's team has shaped out ever since these two teams met back in late october so without any further hesitation let's hear a quick word from sarah avampato of locked on kings
1: Hey Stars fans, this is Sarah Avampato, host of Locked On Los Angeles Kings, giving you a little bit of an idea of what to expect in this game coming up tonight. And what to expect is... We don't know. The Kings have been pretty stunningly uh, inconsistent after a pretty nice winning streak a little bit earlier in the season. And then play kind of trailed back off and they started falling back into some of the same bad habits that we've been seeing from them a lot lately. Um, in terms of what's the biggest surprise so far of the season, uh, one name I'm going to point out is a young defenseman named Sean Dersey. Uh, He was recently called up. He's only gotten into a handful of NHL games, but uh, he so far is looking like he is going to stay for good. Uh, He is playing very well. He looks like a natural. He, for anyone who watched the AHL, is not going to be surprised at how well he's doing. But uh, he is probably a little bit of a revelation for Kings fans and for people who don't follow along with Kings prospects. But with the injuries on the blue line, uh, Drew Doughty only just came back, uh, and then Sean Walker is out for the season. Uh, they've needed someone to come in and step in and, and make an impact, and uh, Sean Dersey so far has been showing exactly why the Kings wanted to get him in that trade with the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Kings obviously have been struggling a little bit. They've been slipping further down into the standings in the Pacific Division as teams like Vegas heat up. And uh, of course, as the Anaheim Ducks continue to surprise everybody by being both fun and good, for the Kings to continue to climb back up the standings and get into at least one of those wild card spots, what they really need to do is just start playing with more consistency. One of the biggest problems we've seen from them lately is they let the other team dictate the game. Uh, They don't play Kings hockey. They play to their opponent. And so watching the Kings and wondering what they got to do to be better, to be better, more relevant in the standings, it's they have to play their own game. They have to figure out what their identity is. Uh, This is a team that I think still doesn't entirely know what they are or who they are, what kind of team they want to be on the ice. And so that's really the key for them is learning to play the same game in game out and learning not to just let someone else take over the game whenever you off to a slow start. So uh, this will be an interesting one. It'll be a good test. I know the Stars have been doing really well lately and will be a, a good challenge for the Kings as they look to try to get back on track and climb back up the standings. If you want to hear more from the Kings' perspective of things, go tune into Locked on Kings wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, uh, you know, good luck tonight. Let's hope everyone has fun.
0: Sarah, thank you for that information and for those updates on this Kings team. Uh, And like Sarah said, the Kings have cooled off quite a bit after a nice start to the season. Uh, And, you know, part of that is just due to their lack of wins, but also to some of the teams in this specific division starting to heat up like Vegas, uh, Calgary and Edmonton have been teams that have been you know, strong players from the get-go, and obviously Anaheim has been one of the biggest surprises of this season. They're continuing to play well. They're a team that went on a nice streak of their own earlier this season. Uh, so this Pacific division is seeming to be a little bit more competitive than many of us thought at the start of this season, uh, and the Kings are finding themselves slowly falling down the rankings in this division. Um, but you know they they still have some good players on this team that we'll talk about in just a second. The last time that this team played was on Monday. The Kings are coming off a four to zero loss at the hands of the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, so both of these teams coming in after losses and both of them looking to get back on track. With a win. I mean, one of the players that uh, Sarah mentioned was Sean Dursey, um a guy that hasn't been on the team super long, recently called up from the AHL. Um, but of course, I wanted to take a look at him for myself because, you know, I, I cover the Dallas Stars. Uh, I know a lot of the guys on the Kings NHL roster, but I don't know very many of their prospects or AHL players. So I had to take a look at some of Dersey's highlights myself. Uh, and he's fun to watch. Uh, you can go find some of his highlights on YouTube. I believe there's a 12 minute compilation of his 2018 2019 season highlights back when he was a prospect Uh, and it seems he kind of has a tendency on playing on the blue line as a defenseman of drawing the defense with him with the puck um, and giving his teammates some good open looks um, where some of their shots are not contested Um, so seems to be a very smart player um, from the blue line despite being I believe he's only 23 years old right now um but seems to have a really good hockey IQ despite being young and despite kind of getting called up to the NHL um, at a weird time, not early on in the season, but kind of in the middle of the season. Um, But through six games played, he does have a goal, a power play goal, uh, and four assists. So, Um, seems to be a guy that's making a pretty good immediate impact for this Kings team and he will certainly be a guy worth watching in tonight's matchup some of the other names on this Kings team that are a little more familiar to myself and probably you uh, the listener and just fans of the NHL in general Anji Kopitar leads the Kings with 24 points behind him um, are Alex uh, Ayafalo and Adrian Kempe Guys you know that just know how to play offense very well can you know pass the puck around really nice and hurt you offensively uh, if you give them opportunities to shoot and shoot in bunches, which the Stars did to Vegas in last night's game. So hopefully they'll clean up their act a little bit defensively and look to shut some of these guys down. And I'm not sure who we will see uh, in the crease for this Los Angeles team. Uh, Jonathan Quick and Cal Peterson have both played a lot this season. Uh, Quick has played in 13 games this season, whereas Peterson has played in 11. It seems that they're still trying to find who the number one guy is for this team this season. I know Sarah touched on uh, this L.A. Kings team looking for an identity, and I think part of that has to do with their goalkeeping, uh, especially right now because they're kind of looking for a guy to step up and claim that number one spot um, and rise above. Uh, So I'm not sure who we'll see. Maybe by the time you're hearing this, that news has come out. But I know the Stars uh, will be expecting to play Jake Ottinger because Braden Holtzby played a full game last night in Vegas. But I'm excited to see Ottinger back in the crease for the Stars. It's been a while since we've seen him play, um, but he – you know, through five games has won all five of his starts so far this season. So I'm optimistic for him. This is going to be a really good test for him on the road. And he's going to be a huge part of how this team responds to taking a tough loss. Um, And I think the stars will bounce back in this one. I really do like the stars chances in this game. Uh, Like I said earlier in the show, I think that a lot of the pressure um, that they felt going into this road trip has now been removed from them after the loss. Now they don't have to worry about defending a win streak. They can just go out there and play hockey. They have a clean slate uh, and they can look, Look to start another win streak. I'm sure that's not how they're thinking about it. They're thinking about just winning, you know, the game that they're about to play, and then after that, they're going to focus on their next opponent uh, and do what they can to put themselves in a position to win that. So they're not thinking about a streak as a whole. But I know just with the veterans on this team uh, that they're going to take this, you know, these next several games one game at a time. Uh, but now the pressure of defending a win streak and having all these eyes on them uh, and a lot of pressure on them that has all been removed. So I'm excited to see um, how this team plays. I imagine that they'll hopefully play pretty loose and free hopefully they don't come out flat or fatigued uh, which you know can very well happen after uh, you know playing a game the night before and playing the second game of a back-to-back but excited to watch how these guys compete after taking a st- tough heartbreaking loss uh the night before as far as predictions go uh, i think the stars can win this game by a score of four to two and i predict that tyler sagan will score the first goal like i said in the last segment he's starting to heat up uh, and i just anticipate that he's going to score at least once in this game and i like him scoring the first goal in this one but that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars thank you again for making locked on stars your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked On Stars podcast wherever you get your podcasts at, whether that's on YouTube, or your favorite podcasting platform. Be sure to follow me on Twitter as well at Dane double underscore Lewis. That's at D A N E two underscores L E W I S. You can also follow the show on Twitter at locked on stars. Uh, appreciate all of the interactions that you guys give me on social media, the follows, the likes, and retweets. Thank you guys for that. Thank you guys again for listening, and we will see you back here tomorrow for a recap of the Dallas Stars matchup with the Los Angeles Kings. Have a great day, Stars fans, and we will see you back here tomorrow.